Becoming Soul, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for Better Call Soul on AMC and Netflix. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today is David. How are you today? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Good. We're both sort of Good. getting through different injuries. Illnesses, <laughs> Illnesses yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that at the moment. Uh, this is for Season 4, Episode 3, called Something Beautiful. Uh, I, yeah. I I don't think Nacho would agree with that. No, <laughs> um, no, he's not going through something beautiful. Definitely not. No. Uh, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I really like the cold open. I thought yeah. the uh, the cold open was a was a classic Breaking uh, Bad style cold open. That yeah. was. Um, so yeah, I I really uh, like that. I thought that was really interesting. Um, Nice to see some Breaking Bad or a Breaking Bad character pop up again, which yeah. I thought was cool. That was that was kind of interesting. Um, yeah, overall a bit bit more action in this one, a yeah, bit more felt, movement. Felt like a bit more happened in this one. Yeah, yeah, sort of picked up a little bit, I think, this time around. So yeah, I, I think definitely, yeah, definitely good. Mm-hmm. I thought it's odd that that seems to be a bit more of the consensus, considering we had Mike in this episode, but he wasn't doing an, a Mike story really. It was just yeah. him meeting up with Jimmy, so it's odd that like the consensus is like, oh, more happened in this episode when Mike wasn't really in it. But as we, I, I still stand by the same like him being quietly entertaining, where like he's always kind of been like that, where yeah. he's, he's just quiet and he just sort of sits and watches and whatever. That's just the way that Mike's always been. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's interesting to to come away with, with that with him not being in it as much. Um. I'm starting to see this a bit more as just a Breaking Bad prequel, but one that happens to focus a bit more on Jimmy, because we are getting focus... uh, I mean, like, the whole cold open is dedicated to characters that aren't involved with Jimmy, and I'm not saying that every scene has to involve him, uh, because, you know, you you have your main characters in stories, but you can still have big stories focusing on other characters, which is what this show... what it was doing. Um... But no, I thought it was uh, the best episode, best episode of the season. Maybe the premiere was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, they're all being good. It's always a pretty high bar when mm. it comes to this show. So oh, yeah. I mean, you know, even the worst episode of the show is better than some of the best episodes of other shows. So mm. you know, but um, but yeah, I, I would agree. So far, it, it was probably the most enjoyable so far. And I, I'm sort of with you with Mike as well. Uh, it is it is strange that having one with less mic in it um made it more exciting but i don't think i i think part of the reason for that is the fact that as you say mike mike's almost a, a good side character and uh sometimes they they try to pack too much in and you end up jumping around you know and they try to split the sort of story up too much and i think with this you you got that nice little scene but uh, they they had enough other things going on that you didn't really need him for like a large part of this episode. You know the the stuff with the cartel and the stuff with Jimmy. I think was was kind of more interesting, and then we got more Kim this episode as well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for me though, the thing that actually makes this episode better is the cartel stuff, but because yeah. they put such high stakes in there, like with Nacho yeah. nearly basically dying. Um, yeah. So it's not to like if Mike was still in the episode more, it wouldn't necessarily take away from that stuff. So, uh, and I noticed this episode was about five minutes shorter. So, how uh, was it? I yeah, didn't even yeah. realize I, that. I, yeah. think, I think they've been about forty-seven, forty-eight minutes, and this one was about forty-two. So, okay. uh, yeah, basically, you just had a bit less time. 
but no, very good episode. We'll get into the notes and the details in a minute. Uh, but first, I'd like to tell you about today's sponsor, how to get your ad-free podcast, and uh, tell you what's happening on Entertainment Talk. So, see you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you're looking for help with trying to lose weight, this might be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules, and more, get started today. All you have to do is add Kirsty on Facebook and send her a Facebook message using the link in the description and get started with the program today. Hey everyone, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk and sign up as a creator or as a Patreon. There's two different versions available there or two different options available there. And then simply go to pledge $1 per month and get your ad-free podcast. It's also a really good way to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk. It also means you wouldn't have to listen to this or any sponsors that we have now or in the future either. And as always, thank you for listening. So that was today's sponsor and how to get your ad-free podcasts. Uh, now I'm going to tell you what's happening uh, on Entertainment Talk. Um, so as I mentioned on uh, Geek Town this week about Ninja Theory, uh, in the most recent, uh, I think it's what, episode 128, uh, for Gaming Talk, we I, I went a bit more in-depth with uh, Ninja Theory and sort of what they're doing and a bit of a story basically about how... Uh, this person was um, planning their own suicide and essentially uh, I think the mother or something put out this story on Instagram that said that, like he played uh, Hellblade which is Ninja Theory's newest game mm-hmm. uh, which is the one that has all the sales that led to the donations that they'd done um, yeah. and how he'd essentially played that game and of course it's based a lot on different mental health issues uh, and that had caused him to change his plan basically and he went and seeked uh, help so a bad story with a good outcome because he went and seek yeah. uh, the help that he needed. So we talked about that basically this week. Uh, and yeah, all the shout outs to uh, Ninja Theory for what they're doing in this industry because it's uh, yeah. it's really, really good. Awesome. Because yeah. you've got your really greedy companies out there and Ninja Theory certainly isn't one of them. So, uh, <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> AMC. <laughs> uh, yeah, There's yes. a few we could name, yeah. Yes. Um, but yes, they continue to be a really good influence on this industry. So we talked about them because uh, they deserve to be talked about. So uh, that's that's that. And yeah. me and Robert, and I'm sure a lot of other people, are really looking forward to whatever they come out with next. So it's all good. Yeah. Um, which I think is the VR version of uh, Hellblade, which sounds terrifying, but <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, we didn't do a TV talk this week. Uh, I forgot to mention it on last week's Better Castle, but we did uh, the most recent TV talk we did was when we combined two podcasts, basically, uh, which is something we'd never done before. Um, when we did basically a TV talk, we talked about stuff we'd been watching, like Cloak and Dagger and a few other things as well. Uh, but we talked about Ruby Rose being cast as Batwoman uh, and yes. how we feel about it and uh, what uh, me and Robert sort of discussed in that, like how the CW is going to potentially schedule all of these DC shows because there's six of them now. So yeah. uh, we discussed that as well, and that was quite fun. Uh, film review that I did last week, Teen Titans Go, which is the family-friendly version of the Teen Titans, because there's, of course, the uh, live-action adult version coming out on DC streaming service, which isn't out yet. It doesn't have any UK news, which is a bit uh, worrying, but we'll see what they decide to do. Um, but no, I reviewed the uh, family-friendly version of the Teen Titans Go, which is uh, su- suitable for everybody, I'll say. 
Um, what I took away from it was just the load of references and Easter eggs to like superhero stuff, basically. Uh, and it was it was quite fun. Um, the rest of this week, uh, we did uh, classic reviews. That's uh, still ongoing. It's got one more episode left for this uh, season, and then I'll come back probably in 2019 uh, for whatever I decide to do with season two. Um, and this week was uh, the Terminator, another old uh, style sort of classic film. Um, and it was it was very good. I enjoy, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, not quite as much as maybe like Back to the Future, but I I enjoyed it a lot. I liked what it set up. I liked the story that it told. Um, and uh, we'll we'll see where the second. Of course, most people know where the second and third one goes because it's been out a long yeah. time. But I don't yet. So second um, second one is arguably a better movie. Okay. So interesting. I've heard the third yeah. one isn't isn't very good. No, no. <laughs> stick with one and two. I'd abandon the rest of the franchise after that. The second one is arguably a better movie, but uh, uh, yeah, the first one's a good film. Second one's second one is probably the best out of the entire series. And yeah, ignore anything after that because they go progressively downhill. <laughs> yeah, because there's the Terminator Genesis that they did as well with Amelia Clark. I heard that that wasn't yeah. very good. So. I, I actually didn't mind that too much, but. Okay. Um, but but yes, I, it, I T two is is by far the best out of that bunch. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how they improve. So, yeah. uh, yes, that was on. That's coming out on Monday. There's one more episode left for that. So look up for those and check out the rest of the series which I've done. I uh, think that's about it for this week. Um, I might go and see a film this week or maybe next week. There's still plenty that I want to see. There's so many good films coming out this year. So uh, there'll be a new another film review coming soon. I'm sure. Uh, and then gaming talk later this week. Not sure what we're going to be talking about yet, but there's been Gamescon news and some other stuff. So we'll see what they come up with. Uh, but that's what we're doing at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, speaking of the cold open that you referenced earlier, or the the pre-scene, what what do you prefer to call it? Uh, like cold uh, open. Yeah, cold cold open. I mean, yes, they're not always completely cold opens, but mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I think that's that works. Uh, Gus has Victor and Tyrus take Nacho and uh, Arturo's body in Nacho's car uh, far into the desert, just literally in the middle of nowhere. And critics seem to make it look like the pair were uh, victims of a violent gang shooting, which they do plenty of. Uh, This includes uh, non-fatally shooting Nacho uh, and leaving him in pain by the side of the road. (laughs) This is all uh, a pretense to have Nacho be able to return to the Salamanca without knowing about uh, Gus's control over Nacho. Sometime later, the cousins arrive, find Nacho, and take him uh, to some guy who helps him. Uh, he's a sort of uh, off-the-record off the type doctor, I, I think we can sort of... Well, assume. he's a vet, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Caldera, I think. I think he's his name, and yeah, uh, and, yeah him, he's yeah. basically a vet. That yeah, um, and so. he he takes care of him basically, and gives him some warnings of like, if you don't clean this properly, you'll die. Basically, uh, yeah, that, that is a bit later, but it's all involved in the same thing. Um, this is a crazy cold open. I mean, you, you first see, uh, I think the very first bit we see is like when he, um, Victor is getting. Um, Oh, what do you call them? Like the spike things that he's putting along the ground, and then he goes like full yeah, yeah. speed, and I'm like, okay, what is, what are you doing, sort of thing? Uh, yeah, you're like driving full speed into this thing that's gonna stop your car, but obviously we get the answers later. Uh, they really shoot up that car quite a lot. Yeah, so. yeah, you are like really, <laughs> really is is that completely necessary? But um, apparently it was. So I mean, I guess with like DEA, DEA police and the cartel all being involved in this thing. 
it's going to be people that are, like checking stuff um i do feel like the shooting's a bit yeah mute later on when they just burn the car but i guess they still no, well they, they still have to cover their tracks in the first place so yeah i mean the i i know i get it i mean the the way they were setting it up because if i mean if you were setting that up for the police to find mm. that would be more of a problem because they have forensics and stuff but really you're just trying to set it up so it looks like an accident so the two cousins are going to be fooled by it i mean that, that was the point of it wasn't it, it was to get the, it was to fool the cousins yeah so um i you know and and then torching the car afterwards that's to stop the police investigating too heavily mm-hmm. so it, it does it, i i thought that made perfect sense you know, yeah. once you figured out what they were doing, it was like dropping. It was the thing about dropping the uh, the bits of like smashed, um, like lighting and stuff on mm. the and and glass on the road as well to sort of create a trail. I thought was interesting. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting when we came off last week's podcast and we went, and I I was leaning a bit more towards um, Al Nacho's like okay, he's with Gas, he's in like the best quote unquote position and then like mm. five minutes into this episode he's like almost dying on the floor and I was like well I was wrong about that <laughs> <laughs> he, he might he might die from this so um, I, I guess when the um, where the unpredictable part has come in is where like I guess I didn't really see Nacho as being as much of a like pawn as yeah. he's being treated as that's, that's what is, is happening to him here and I guess I just didn't anticipate that which you know unpredictable TV is always good so yeah yeah. um no i mean it it does it makes sense i thought i mean they shot him in the shoulder and then there's that that sort of gut shot that they did afterwards you thought and he just goes oh well we've got to make it look real (laughs) that's that was harsh that was really harsh i uh, one of the more shocking bits was like so first of all he gets in the car and i was like okay why is he getting in the car because of course you you, as all this is still happening you're you're, like working it out um Mm. And then, like, he slowly turns around. He's got his really nervous face. I was like, is someone about to shoot him in, like, the face or something? Uh, you, just, you just didn't know yeah. what was going to happen. So, um, and again, Nacho is a bit more of a, um, you know, r- risky character, I guess, because we don't really know what happens to him. So he could die. But, yeah, it was because I was thinking about what I said as the scene was happening. And I was like, hey, last week I said that he might be fine. But, no, not really. So, uh but yeah, good, good cold open though. I really liked it. So, uh, yeah, in the best possible sense, I suppose. Because <laughs> I didn't really like it, but you know, it was good. So, uh, Juan uh, Balsa contacts Gus uh, after hearing about the attack on Nacho and Arturo, uh, which has um, raised concerns about the car, the security of the cartel. Uh, and the current trafficking methods of like shipping stuff. Uh, Balsa mm-hmm. warns Gus about potential uh, disruption in the uh, drug supply from Mexico. That's not what you want to tell the drug dealer that their supply is going to be disrupted. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and yeah. Gus uh, and suggests Gus start uh, evaluating uh, drug um, production on his side of the border. Uh, Gus goes to see uh, Gail. Uh, the, the character you referenced yeah. earlier from Breaking Bad. Uh, currently a researcher uh, in the local university, Gail uh, secretly has tested uh, batches of meth for Gus. Um, but while they are uh, decent samples, they're only like 67% or whatever. And I remember in... Because I remember it, it immediately clicked to me when this was happening. I was like, oh, I remember in Breaking Bad when it was like 97. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's quite low. Um, 
so yeah, even when they're decent samples, he believes he can make a much better quality product, which he can, because that's still a low number. Yes. Uh, product even in the school lab. Gus uh, assures Gail he is designed for better things, which of course we know about later. So. Yes. Um. Yeah. What What do you think of uh, uh, Gail showing up? Uh, well, I'm very happy to see. Yeah. Gail showing up because. He was an entertaining character before. So I adore the actor because um, the guy that plays Gale, uh, David Costabile, is um, also in Billions. He's one of the main characters in Billions. Okay. So, um, I, and I, I really um, love. In fact, they were saying, uh, just reading some of the production notes for this, they were saying that uh, the, the 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 filming for his episode was done in a day and was between shooting. Uh, episodes of billions which is why he has the goatee because he has the goatee in billions so <laughs> oh okay so or the beard so he he had to keep his beard which is why gail has a beard i mean not that it's it makes any difference because no, it's set way before can, yeah he, and, so. So, yes it's set way before but that's why he has a beard apparently and hmm. it's because uh it was shot while they were filming billions so but you, so um, you see you can deal with facial yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, um, yeah so uh, yes don't get me started on that but um i i mean i yeah i i so i was very happy to have him uh show up i thought i thought that was that was a really nice touch and i hope we see some more of him at some point uh i that would be quite nice you know to, if they could fold him in uh, at some point uh, you know later on i mean i understand well he well he's got a, another job on billions that might not be able to kind of use it all that much but uh yeah hopefully they will be able to pull him across again so i was very happy to see that and i and it makes sense as well because you know gail was gussie's guy before walt got involved yeah so then there was the whole competition and we know how that worked out for him yes (laughs) yeah um how how many episodes has billions got per season is it like 10 uh i think it's either 10 or 13 they do a season okay um so maybe if he like, so, pops in for one or two episodes here and then does his billion stuff so we'll see. yeah i mean it will depend on scheduling of the two shows whether mm-hmm. they they're recording at the same time and you know but he he is a fairly major character in billions i mean he's sort of second in command of the uh hedge fund that oh. that's based around so um he's he yeah so he's a fairly large character in that so it will depend really what they can use him for and uh but i would like to see him back at some point yeah i wasn't i wasn't sure when to bring this up but i think now that we're talking breaking bad a little bit which we will do because this is a prequel um i want to know um because we know we know timeline wise what's happening in in this show uh but i'd like to know like it during the course of this episode and i know it takes place probably over different days or whatever I'd like to know where exactly Walter and Jesse are, just for like that timeline sort of knowledge. Because uh, yeah, because uh, I know obviously as better Cosol grows further and further, it gets closer and closer to Breaking Bad, obviously. But I'd like to know like, okay, w- where exactly is Walter? What is he? Was he doing? Um, and how close is he to? How close are we to like the pilot of of Breaking Bad? Um, is it like yeah, a couple of months, I mean, a couple of weeks, or you know? Yeah how far i'm not entirely sure um i don't feel like there's a way to really tell because no i don't know whether they uh i don't know whether there is actually a a official timeline for it no i remember seeing one um 
So I'll, I'd have to look that up, see if I can sort of mm-hmm. tie things together. But but yeah, I thought with Gale coming in and him being tied into obviously uh, what what Heisenberg or Walter does later, uh, I'm just interested to see where he where he is. Not because I'm like desperate to see Walter, because we still have this story to tell with Better Call Saul, but uh, just in terms of timeline, it would be interesting to know. Because um, then we can know roughly how far we are away from the start of Breaking Bad. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. Um, it was quite funny, his, uh, him doing his singing and stuff. Uh, I mean, I couldn't tell you half the words yes. he said, but it was all like elements and, and that kind of stuff. So Yes, um, it's a he... fairly well-known song, that, yeah. yeah. Did he do that in Breaking Bad? I, I can't remember. I Quite possibly. So. It's the type yeah. of thing. It was certainly was suitable. So, mm-hmm. obviously, yeah. obviously, later things got a bit more serious for him and he wasn't singing. So, yeah. Uh, but no, really, really good scene. And I. This sort of calm, because you've got the cartel version of Gus, which we saw last week with Nacho in that. And then you've got the, like, uh, careful, quieter, sort of professional, um, hidden Gus. I find that character so entertaining to watch. Just the way he like presents himself and calmly speaks to people as if like just as if he's not running a drug cartel. I just find it so interesting. Um yeah. and uh, the guy Yeah, played, no, he's so good. Yeah, yeah. Just the just the way he calmly and professionally speaks, like it's it's really fun to watch. Um both in Breaking Bad okay. and, and in this as well. What have you found something? Uh, just I've just found a timeline. We're a bit we're a bit off Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad apparently the first season of Breaking Bad was set in two thousand and eight. Uh, yeah. The um, we're we're up to about two thousand and three at the moment. We're up sort of halfway through two thousand and three at the moment. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> so we there is there is quite a a way to go before we get to Breaking Bad. Hmm. So Walter's just a chemistry teacher at this point. Yeah, but probably like dealing with Jesse, or depending on if he's in school or whatever. Well, so. Je- Jesse was yes, Jesse may be in school or maybe not. Although, yeah. although you know, at that sort of age, we don't, I don't know how old Jesse was. So, mm. um, yeah. Uh, but yes, so they they maybe know each other, maybe not. Okay, so maybe a time jump at some point then. Uh, possibly, possibly. Um, we'd we'd have to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, Jimmy meeting meeting with Mike, as we sort of referenced earlier. To try to get him to steal the uh, uh, Hummel figurines uh, from Neff copiers, but Mike refuses. He says it's a bit of a silly idea, which it is. Yes. So. Well, the, the, uh, well, yeah. It's one of those things that you know. I thought that was kind of interesting because Jimmy goes to meet to Mike to try and get him to do it, thinking, "Oh, well, Mike needs you know, Mike's always after more money." But of course, he doesn't need it now because he's getting paid ten grand a month out of his slush fund. So, yeah, you know, he's like, "Nah, I'm not interested." <laughs> which it, uh, you know, which makes perfect sense because why are you going to put yourself at risk if you don't need to? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like I said, it's not a good idea to steal this. It's not a good idea to steal in general. So, <laughs> yes, well, because <laughs> there's always a obvious. risk you might get caught. So, uh, yeah. Soul turns uh, or Jimmy turns uh, to his um, vegetarian. Uh, Caldera. Caldera, yeah, I can say that. Uh, and asked him to get in touch with uh, Ira, a man who um, can break into homes and uh, get him to steal the figures, replacing them with uh, cheap knockoff versions. While Ira is uh, there that night, uh, he finds the owner, Mr. Neff, is still there, having been kicked out of his home from his wife, which it seems like yes. is the case. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jimmy arrives uh, to help uh, bail Ira by distracting the owner by setting off his car alarm, and later by just letting it roll down the down the road. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> down the car park. Um, yeah. A lot of people talked about like how incompetent this guy is, and the fact that like when he goes to when that guy goes to check his car at first, that like you see him come out. Like if you look in the background, you see the guy come out and then like he does the quick thing where he puts his arm around the corner and turn, turns his car off or what, yeah, turns yeah. the alarm off and then the guy ne- immediately just sneaks back in um, but then again like the guy didn't notice the, the black gloves on the shelf so uh, I don't know maybe he's like tired or like he just he just didn't notice well, yeah I, I, so, I mean yeah, yeah no I, I thought the guy I mean it's middle of the night mm-hmm. he's not going to be looking for things it's going to be you know darkish in there so I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I thought the the focal with the, the between uh, Neff and his wife was quite entertaining. <laughs> Rule number one: if you're buying your wife a present, don't buy her a vacuum cleaner, even if it is top of the range, unless she's very specifically asked for it. But certainly, yeah. certainly, don't buy it as like a birthday gift or whatever, which it sounds like what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't never buy... ever a good idea. Yeah, if you want to, because it seems like he's got making up to do in some sense. Uh, yes, that's not a thing that you want to buy in the situation. So, no. um, I mean, cleaning unless you're like into cleaning or yourself. Uh, yeah, there is. I I, th- I think the general rule of thumb is unless they've specifically for their yeah. birthday asked for a specific uh, like a vacuum cleaner and you buy them the top of the range one. That's the only time that's an appropriate present. Any other time, don't buy your partner a vacuum cleaner. But the, unless it's sort of just here, I've got you a vacuum cleaner. You you know, or I bought a us a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, us. Not, not not I bought you a yeah. present of a vacuum cleaner. That's never ever going to go down well. Because um, otherwise, it's implying like, hey, here's a vacuum cleaner. You're doing the cleaning because it's yours, not mine. So yes, yeah. yes, um, not a good idea. But unless they've got like you know, there's um. I would call it self-employed, um, like cleaners or something, and they need something new. In any other even case, even then, you don't really buy it as a present. No, you no, know? You so, so. Uh, quite quite funny that was though. So yeah, um, no, I, I like that, and and yeah. uh, I, it was it was quite a, a nice little scene because I mean there was no way that Jimmy could have known that that the guy was going to have been kicked out by no. his wife, you know. No. So. And uh, yeah, the the replacing the Hummels. I I, I mean the Hummels actually the that the uh, they it's listed in the notes as a cheap knockoff, and they weren't cheap knockoffs. It was a cheaper version of owning the almost identical Hummer Hummer figurine. If we're being specific about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, there were some people saying like, oh, maybe he um, might end up picking up the wrong thing, but it seems like he got what uh, Jimmy wanted yeah. to. But I yeah. I do feel like it's important in the Better Call Saul Breaking Bad world to uh, grasp onto the comedy when when you get it, and this is one of those yeah. moments. So yeah, because uh, otherwise people get shot in deserts and stuff. So and <laughs> that forms that that sort of relationship. I do wonder if we're going to see more of Ira later on as well. Maybe um, because those sort of forming those shady relationships i think is going to be kind of interesting so uh, you know i i think if now now he's got that direct relationship with ira are we going to see a bit more of jimmy using ira in things when he needs to kind of break in and do stuff so we'll see yeah we'll see because like yeah i mean depends how jimmy thought he did but jimmy seemed quite happy with him so 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that as well. Um, and maybe he might work with him a little bit or or, or something. It's hard to tell. But, we, yeah, we might see him again. <laughs> um, but, no, it's it's good when you get, like, um, a slipping Jimmy sort of uh, him trying to get away with all these things, comedy sort of moments. Um, yeah. I feel like it's always something you should, you should pay a bit of attention to. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was really, really good. So, uh, Kim returns to working with the Mesa Verde Bank and is welcomed back by its CEO, Kevin. Um, he is uh, thrilled to have her back and takes her to see uh, the bank's plans for aggressive expansion in several states in the West, which concerns Kim. She decides to let her uh, paralegal, um, Viola, complete all the necessary paperwork uh, for Mesa Verde and asks um, to be dropped off at the courthouse. When Kim and Jimmy reunite uh, at her apartment at the end of the day, she gives him the small inheritance that Chuck left him, as well as uh, an envelope containing Chuck's last words um, it, it, with the letter, um, where uh, Chuck claims to be happy for Jimmy. Um, yeah, happy for Jimmy. Then a uh, job in the small um, room at HHM. Uh, Kim gets visibly upset as Jamie as he reads through it, which you kind of see. Uh, and then she's just kind of confused and she walks off and uh, that's the end of the episode. Because um, yes. he has very much a muted response to this. Like, oh, yeah, says, yeah. I'm just reading this and eating and whatever. And she's sitting there almost uh, in tears. Um, I don't subscribe to this theory, but there's theories that she forged the letter. Which... Uh, mm, I, 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 I not thought of that, but yeah. I no, I I mean, they, uh, they make a point of saying I don't think that's the case because they make a point of saying that um, he's this. There's no date on the letter, so this was obviously written by Chuck fairly early on before all the problems that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after I I don't think it was specifically. I mean, he'd obviously it talks about him starting in the mail room but i think maybe he'd sort of moved on from from that maybe i maybe i i misheard that but um it was certainly while he was still working at hhm Mm. and and was sort of on the right path and chuck sort of saying you know i know we've had our differences but but you know i'm happy that you're part of the hhm family and and uh you know it's all uh, things seem to be working out you seem to be doing a good job you know whatever differences we have we're still brothers and this sort of thing so i i don't think kim forge that i i i just think it was written a long time ago mm. before you know, like and, and, all of the stuff we've seen in better Cossar with all the legal stuff and the and everything else that happened yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i i think that's all it was um you know and jimmy's I, i'm i'm not entirely sure what upset kim so much whether it was just the letter and you know the fact that you know this disintegration of chuck and jimmy's relationship and jimmy being very kind of uh almost dismissive of it of the way he was reading it and stuff Mm, as if it was just any old thing yeah or whether it was whether it was jimmy's reaction to it that upset her more i i I, i'm not a bit both so yeah maybe it's you know because i mean it really did seem to upset her so so that was interesting. I mean, going back a bit as well, I do wonder, she asked to be dropped off at the courthouse uh, after that meeting. 
and yeah. yeah, I and I get why I get why she's concerned about the expansion because she's one person with one paralegal, and they're saying, "Oh, we're going to expand into all this," and I, you know, her head's probably going, "Ah, how am I going to cope with this?" Mm. So, is that I do wonder why she went to be dropped at the, off at the courthouse. I'm, you know, that 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 slightly confuses me, and maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe that relates to something to do with the letter, but I, I'm I, I, I'm still not on the forged letter train. So no, I'm, no I I mean, just don't really see the advantage I, I, or what like no, and I don't see why she'd do that. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah so. don't know. Um, yeah, it's interesting when because when she was in that room with the. The, the bank models or whatever it was I was l- looking at each one a bit thinking like okay are these like supposed to mean something obviously it's to do with the, the banking on, and their plans and stuff but um, they kept doing like interesting different little angles mm. on, on each of the buildings some, some of them looked really weird some of them looked like they'd been almost tipped to the side or something strange uh, there was yeah. a particular one that, that looked quite weird like that yeah um, and yeah, I, did, did you notice anything particular? Because I, I was looking, no, but I, nothing really stood out to me. No, so. no. I mean, I didn't particularly... I, I mean, I don't think there's any other significant connection, as far no. as I can tell. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't remember seeing those buildings anywhere else. So I, I think it was more just a case of, you know she thought she was getting involved with this expansion and suddenly she's told that there's there's going to be this really aggressive expansion and her kind of going how how, how am i gonna like manage to cope with this so yeah because she's seen uh what stress has done to her so yes um yeah. but no i because like yeah i guess in terms of buildings that's not something you think of as important in in this universe really because they're not that many like iconic ones i suppose unless you think of like water's house maybe um, but we're talking about banks, so yeah. Um, so no, no, I yeah, that was just a kind of normal scene for me. Um, so, so what was your reaction to to letter as uh, as it was being read out? Well, I mean, I I thought it was the way that it was read out. I thought was really interesting, and uh, the, I mean, the, you know, it it was a fairly, I don't know, nondescript letter. It was, I mean, it showed sort of yeah that that Jimmy and Chuck at one point had a decent relationship and sort of how, how it had collapsed. But again, it was Chuck kind of lording it over Jimmy of, you know, well, I thought you were a screw up, but you know, you seem to be on the right path now. So I'm, I'm happy for you. Mm. And yeah, I, so it's Chuck being Chuck. I mean, it was very much written in Chuck's voice. You can oh, tell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had about the same reaction as I had when he apologised to E3, but a slightly nicer reaction where it was like, <laughs> okay, this is... Because, you know, Chuck and EA both bad things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, both of the... I know one's a company and one's a person, but whatever. It was a bit of, like just a very simple blank uh apology slash nice thing to be saying and it's like you know once ea finished their speech and once uh jimmy had finished reading this i was like 
right okay it, it doesn't mean much like to me necessarily so no um but uh yeah, I mean, Chuck had a lot of making up to do in terms of his relationship with Jimmy, and I don't think yeah. this does quite enough. Plus, yeah, and like you I, said, I mean, this was probably before all the problems happened, so it's not yeah. really an apology for that. And it's not really an apology at all. I mean, Chuck takes very little responsibility yeah. in that letter for any any of the... I mean, you know, to be fair, Jimmy is his own person, and you know, a lot of his screw-ups are his screw-ups. But also... Chuck doesn't take a, a you know because it's it's sort of written before the later stuff. Chuck's not taking any responsibility. He's sort of trying to be the good brother at mm. at that point and trying to sort of help Jimmy out, even though he sees him as a waste of space, you know. And he's sort of saying, "But I think you're on the right path now." So I don't know how much Chuck had to apologise for at that point. Uh, certainly we know eventually later on he did some things to jimmy that that you know were, were quite vindictive so i uh, yeah i mean i don't know it's um it was interesting it was interesting to hear but uh, yeah like you say I, I don't know how much it really relates to things at this point mm-hmm. uh yeah that's basically the end of the episode hopefully kim can get better in every sense um yeah, yeah hopefully she she gets better uh hopefully nacho gets better and doesn't die we shall see uh and again both those two characters open for whatever uh story because we don't know what happens to them so is it, it's interesting that they've chosen to sort of damage both of those characters when there's little two that could be in danger so mm. we'll see what happens uh yeah send the episode um pretty good one i suppose um yeah yeah maybe the best one of the season we shall see uh by the end of the season yes um yeah we got some feedback this week which is pretty cool you can send yours into entertainmenttalkahotmail.com or entertainmenttalkuk at gmail.com uh, there's also twitter at etalkuk there's the facebook group and the facebook page uh, there's also a little email form you can fill out on the website um so yeah, you can use those things to send in various different bits of feedback um Harris's, did either of you catch uh, what I think was the Breaking Bad pizza Easter egg uh, when the guy uh, Jimmy is trying to steal from orders a sliced pizza? Um, I saw a couple of people talking a little bit about this and um, I didn't think that much of it. I mean, listen, if they do little things like that, it's it's quite cool. Um, but I didn't get that yeah. much from it. What, what did you think? I didn't even notice that, but okay. yes, yeah. I, the the little Easter eggs are are, um, are always nice to have in. Yeah, I like I like Easter eggs and and like references and stuff. Uh, yeah. So if if that was kind of the case and that was what they were aiming for, that's that's quite cool. Um, maybe yeah, and maybe I, I think it that's a little bit clearer in the future, just like a little bit. So well, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> think that's overly necessary. I, I guess uh, so. yeah, those little Easter eggs are always <laughs> nice, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll we'll see. Uh, Jason says I think this show should uh, definitely end next season. Uh, with seventeen episodes left, uh, that feels like more than enough time to wrap up the show. I'm surprised that the show hasn't had the incredible pace of Breaking Bad, uh, with Vince being behind it and and all that. Um, I kind of agree in a weird way, where it's like this isn't as fast paced as Breaking Bad, and I remember when I was like. During my that that summer when I watched Breaking Bad, I was like, I can't believe how good and fast and well paid. It, it never really felt too fast either, because sure you can rush your episodes and stuff, but 
they were just at this such good consistent pace and they just kept throwing things at you um and i just like just kept being continuously surprised at how well they like kept that up as well and sure they slowed mm. down here and there to let the story breathe in certain moments like with the fly episode and that um which was an episode i quite liked but um yeah it's weird that better Castle hasn't had sort of the same pace what do you think uh, yeah, I mean, I they are different shows, though. I mean, they're the same mm-hmm. world, but I I think it, it's difficult because you. I mean, both of the shows are are about the descent of a particular person from one turning basically from one character into another. I mean, you know, that's that's the the premise pretty much of both of them, and we, you know, it's Jimmy turning into Sol, it's um, Walter turning into Heisenberg, mm-hmm. so. Um, I, I mean, I think there is a lot more to grasp onto with Walt's character because you've got this incredibly nice guy who's who's descended into this you know major drug kingpin, um, and I think the drug cartel stuff you know it allows for a lot more you know guns and and you know violence and sort of action scenes and that sort of stuff. Whereas Better Call Saul doesn't allow for that as much, so it feels slower paced. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know whether they're going to end it next season or not, because, I mean, it would make sense. There were five seasons of Breaking Bad, five seasons of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think there's possibly less episodes. Yeah, I think Breaking Bad had, uh, uh, it had six in its first season, then had 13 in each um, and then the final season had 60. Yeah, tw- uh, so uh, 62, 62 episodes in total for that. Um, and yeah, we're up to 33 episodes at the moment. So we're only really halfway through the number of episodes that that uh, Breaking Bad had. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see this going for 10 seasons. So, no. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I mean, I, I, so it wouldn't surprise me if this went on for a couple more seasons. You know, if it actually ends up with more seasons than Breaking Bad, but less episodes. Because yeah, as, so. as I, yeah. as I yeah. pointed out in the time, you know, from when we found that timeline earlier, we are quite away from the start of Breaking Bad. And they're not necessarily going to completely dovetail together. And you can put time jumps in and that sort of stuff. But there is still quite a lot of space to play in before we actually need to, to get into Breaking Bad. Hmm. So I wonder if because uh, I don't know if you know knew this and and I don't know if it was like a confirmed thing it was something that I heard about a long time ago that um, I think when they were doing the final season of Breaking Bad AMC wanted I can't remember if it was more or less episodes but they wanted to change something and Sony and Vince weren't happy with it and they said like uh, like if, if if we don't come to terms we'll take this to HBO or somebody else. Um, hmm. I do wonder if AMC is going to pull something similar. Like if they do want this to run for eight, ten seasons, or or make some sort of change that isn't for the better. Um, if something happens with that, so. Uh, but again, that's where the good thing comes in because Sony could could do that, I suppose, which is where they yeah. just take it somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, I I mean I suspect Netflix would take it in a heartbeat because Netflix air it internationally. Yeah, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, either of those two is a good option. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. 
Um, final email, Natalie says, in terms of breaking bad characters, I think we've almost run out and need to think about wrapping things up. People want this, uh, this show to finish. <laughs> we have already <laughs> yeah. uh, met the most uh, realistic characters to show up. The only other... Uh, the only good other ones are Hank, Walter, and Jesse. Any other characters would just be a nice little Easter egg. I do think that is it, Gail, the the uh, science. Is that his name? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I do think he's yeah, Gail, a nice Gail would be yeah. way to tie into Gus and not just a here's another character. Um, and I do think mm. that you know when yeah, we, no, when, we got, when we got introduced to Gus and um, the cartel and stuff, there was reasons for it because plus you got the story mm. with Nacho in that. Um, I still don't mind if characters randomly pop up for not much reason. It's still... I mean, that's kind of what an Easter egg is. It's not necessarily there for a specific reason, like with the pizza thing earlier. Um, But I suppose with characters, maybe, uh, you've got to be slightly careful. But um, I don't see them doing too much damage in terms of that, I guess. Right, yeah. Uh, But in terms of realistic ones, like what Natalie's saying, uh, Hank does make sense, like we talked about with the DEA or uh, Ledea. Yeah. Um, But I I still think Walter and Jesse are, like, probably not this season, but hopefully some sort of way in in the final season. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I I think... some sort of guest appearance from from Walt in the you know last couple of episodes, I think, likely. Jesse, you might see earlier, maybe. I can't remember whether there was a prior relationship between the two of them, but you might see Jesse earlier. But uh, Walt, I mean, because they first meet in Breaking Bad, you're not going to see Walt and, unless it's it's a, a, a sort of out almost an outtake scene that happened during the Breaking Bad period. So maybe. you you know, oh, you that's. That's the only way. Yeah, I mean, you could get you can get him to come back. You can get Brian Cranston to come back and, and film something new, but it would have to be something that you know because Bolt's dead at the end of Breaking Bad. It it would have to be something that happens in the middle of that season. Whereas Jesse could realistically show up earlier, I think. Um, although I that even that might not be. I can't remember whether whether Jesse knew about Soul beforehand. I can't remember how Soul get involved. Um, there is a little bit of a history they hint to in Breaking Bad with like some stuff that Jesse's got involved with in the past, but they never really confirmed what that was because like he knew Soul a little bit in in some kind of way, I think, and he, yeah, yeah. he also had uh, some kind of ties in with uh, drugs in some way. Because I remember when when Walter and Jesse first agreed, which was uh, when Walter said like, "I do the cooking, you do like." the deal side of stuff so i wonder yeah, yeah. maybe how he got tied in with that but um yeah i think that stuff yeah. will probably come up later though because we still have okay so yeah it, it, it looks like yeah uh so i mean soul first shows up when badger gets arrested in in breaking bad so um walton jesse looking to hiring him but i can't remember who makes the suggestion hmm. to, to go and hire him so it may be that jesse knew him beforehand but um uh yeah so i mean it it wouldn't be inconceivable for some of the other other characters to show up i i i've i've just been looking at some of the notes and apparently uh ira the burglar is a breaking bad character which i didn't realize okay uh ran ran a uh, vamos vamosa pets pest in the episode hazard pay in season four apparently okay so hmm. some pest control thing I guess. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's some, apparently. Some, some people are also talking about. Um, I can't remember which house it was. I think it was the one that Jesse and Walter had to clean up. But when they got that particular service in, it was like when they had to cover the whole garage or house or something. If like right, yeah, yeah. one of those guys could show up, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, we could like speculate all we like. Yeah, on, I mean, there's yeah. so. there, there are there are minor characters that I think are popular. We've had quite a lot of the major guys, but I think a lot of this will be pulling up some of the more minor characters. Uh, you know, the, out of the major guys, the only the only one that completely makes sense would be Hank. Yeah, um, potentially, uh, and you know, maybe Jesse. Yeah. But um, out of the others, yeah, I, I do like the fact that we got Gale though. Um, I do think that's quite nice. Yeah, I think Gale, Gale makes Gale makes yeah. perfect sense actually. Maybe has some more meetings with with Gus with a nice professional Gus. So yes. All right, I think that's about everything we want to talk about this week. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. You can find all of our content as I mentioned on entertainmenttalk.org. If you'd like to see what David's up to, he's over on geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, Just search for Entertainment Talk and Geektown on the podcast platform of your choice and uh, subscribe to both and rate and brew both. That would uh, help us both out. That'd be very good. Uh, iTunes, I've got a little bit of an update. Um, So I've I've signed up with Kerstos as of yesterday uh, and have started basically building the different uh, feeds. Um, I haven't managed to submit anything to iTunes yesterday. Because uh, I was uh, basically getting some of the episodes on on the server thing that I have, um, so I just thought I'd give a bit of an update as I'm like signed up with them now and I'm starting to put episodes out. Uh, I just need to work out um, exactly how to submit those to iTunes, and it is always the silly issue of like, oh, the image you've got is too small or too big to submit to iTunes, and yeah, you've got yeah, to like yeah. resize it. So uh, it will take a little bit more time, but I'm I'm getting there. But I just thought I'd give a, a bit of an iTunes update. That's in terms of the multiple feeds. We do, of course, have all of our podcasts on the main uh, Entertainment Talk feed. And, of course, on the website as well, which you can check out. Um, yeah, Geek Town Radio, go ahead and listen to that. And uh, stay up to date with Geek Town for all your latest air date information, casting, and, and all that good stuff. Uh, also, I was on Geek Town this week, so that's uh, that was quite fun. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so stay up to date with what me and David are doing. If you'd like to support what we're doing here at Entertainment Talk, there's a few options available to you. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can also go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice uh, and some other stuff as well. Um, Amazon affiliate link, that's where you can do your normal shopping on Amazon, uh, but use our affiliate link instead. Uh, we will get a small cut of the amount that you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra, so that's good as well. Uh, free options, uh, iTunes, like I said, uh, please rate and review and subscribe to us over on there, that would help as well. Uh, word of mouth to your friends, family, neighbours, co-workers, anyone that you might talk to. They can come and discover the content for themselves and uh, take it take it from there. Um, if you'd like to watch me and Robert play various different video games, uh, he's got one on Mixer and I've got one on uh, Twitch. I leave all the information in, in the show notes that uh, is relevant to everything that I'm talking about basically. Uh, but if you're on iTunes or SoundCloud or something like that, um, I always leave a link to the main website post. So if you click on that, it'll take you over to the website post and all the information you need is, is over there. Um, yeah, I probably won't be streaming anything until I get Spider-Man in a couple of weeks because I haven't got the capture card thing to stream Zelda on the Switch because that's currently what I'm playing at the moment. So, um, yeah, I'm planning to stream a fair bit of Spider-Man on PS4. So, in just a couple of weeks, you'll have that to look forward to as well. But uh, Robert usually streams on uh, his Mixer channel as well. 
So check all that out. Just subscribe to everything that we do. Like, share, all that good stuff. Uh, and we'll see you uh, next time. Goodbye. Bye.